Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom. This is Rabbi Michael Witkowski, and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. Today we will be learning Tractate Psachim, Daf 76, Ayin Vav. Today's page of Talmud addresses a number of essential and foundational teachings and concepts about the laws of Kashrut, as they relate to Passover specifically, and to the entire gamut of dietary laws in general. Just to remind you, yesterday's daf ended with a Mishnah that addressed scenarios in which the meat of the Passover offering may have touched the walls of the oven, or sauce may have splattered or dripped from the Korban Pesach onto the walls of the oven, and then back onto the offering. The Mishnah ruled that a layer of the meat had to be sliced off in order for it to be permitted. The Gemara wants to know what is the underlying principle behind this ruling. It is not satisfied with just stating the ruling. It wants to understand the systemic principles behind it. The first principle addressed relates to the difference between hot and cold foods and liquids. It is important to understand that one of the most important factors in the laws of Kashrut, both for Passover and other occasions, is the temperature of the food. Jewish dietary laws are about taste, and according to the rabbis, Taste can only be transferred through heat. So returning to our Mishnah, the Gemara asked whether the underlying principles behind the rulings in the Mishnah regarding food that fell on another piece of food was about position and temperature. The following is a quote from the Gemara. If hot food fell onto hot food, according to everyone it is forbidden. If cold food fell onto cold food, according to everyone, it is permitted. If hot food fell onto cold food, or cold food onto hot food, according to Rav, the upper food overtakes the lower food, while according to Shmuel, the lower food overtakes the upper food. The Gemara on our page devotes quite a bit of space in trying to understand how these teachings relate to our Mishnah. Do they support our Mishnah? Contradict? To be honest, the Gemara had a big problem with Shmuel's position that the lower food overtakes the upper food. First, the Gemara found a number of problems with Shmuel's position only to answer these challenges. After having beaten up on Shmuel a little bit, the Gemara then brings a Tanaitic source, a Baraita, in support of Shmuel. Hot food that falls into hot food is forbidden. So too cold food that fell into hot food is forbidden. Hot food into cold food and cold food into cold food, one washes the food and it is fine. The anonymous Gumara is not very happy with all of the rulings in this Baraita and decides to make a little emendation. Hot food that fell into cold food, one peels off a layer. Cold food that fell into cold food, one washes the food. 
A second Baraita is brought in support of Shmuel, and the Gemara makes an objection similar to the objection on the first Baraita. And guess what? It is responded to in a similar manner. Towards the end of 76a, another important statement of Shmuel is brought. Salting food is akin to boiling, and soaking is akin to cooking. This statement introduces an important modification to a previous statement of mine that taste can only be transferred by cooking. Well, that still is true, only that according to Shmuel, salting and soaking have similar outcomes to cooking with heat and should be treated as such. The second page of today's daf addresses yet another important issue of kashrut, whether recha, fragrance or smell, is substantial enough to be an issue in kashrut. We read in the Gemara, said Rav, fatty meat of a properly slaughtered animal that was roasted along with lean meat of carrion, a nevela, is forbidden. How come? Because they fatten each other. And Levi said, even lean meat of a properly slaughtered animal that one roasted with fat meat of a carrion is permitted. How come? Because it's nothing more than a fragrance, recha, and fragrance is insubstantial. This is a question that has important implications for dietary laws. The two most important issues are whether it is permissible to cook milk and meat foods in the same oven. Maybe at the same time, maybe never. And the second one is whether kosher food can be cooked in an oven that is also used to cook non-kosher food. There are many variables, variables involved in both of these cases, such as was one food covered, was the other food uncovered, were they cooked at the same time? Were they, how much time passed between them? And the number of opinions in actual halakha lemaaseh, practical halakha, reflects all these different opinions. Many of them going back to the Gemara and trying to understand how the opinion of the Gemara is understood. This is another example of how laws from the Kashrut of Passover, specifically the Korban Pesach, have been transferred to other laws of Kashrut, milk and meat, and kosher and non-kosher food, illustrating how interconnected all of the laws of Jewish practice and observance are. Thank you for listening to today's Daily Daf Differently, and I hope that you tune in to tomorrow. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.